just heard is the sound of energy captured in our company's last all-hands meeting and the topic for today's show. Welcome to Stay Paid, the sales and marketing podcast from Reminder Media, where we talk about the strategies and tactics to help grow your business so you can live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. My name is Joshua Stike, Vice President of Marketing here at Reminder Media, and with me is Luke Acree, President of Reminder Media. That's me. <laughs> and the topic that we wanted to explore today is all about how to bring energy to your sales organization and your own daily work life. It's a challenging concept to break into actionable advice, which is what we do here on the podcast. There's no metrics in energy. There are no numbers from which you can track your ROI, but that doesn't mean that you can't see and hear the results of purposefully bringing an energy and positivity into your business and executing some tactics to help you achieve your sales and marketing goals. Here's the crazy thing, too, I think, about energy that when I hear the question all the time is when you're a leader, because in our quarterly meeting that you guys just heard all that energy from because it really was jacked. It was awesome. But we talked about leadership. When you're a leader, one of the main questions is, do you have to be extroverted and outgoing and super like... (laughs) Uh, almost like out of the box charismatic, I guess is the word I'm looking for, to be a leader in a company. And the truth is you don't. I don't want to confuse this podcast with energy being the same as like extroversion, meaning right. like it's not just about being loud and being likable or those type of things. It helps if you're leading a sales team. It does help. To be a little loud <laughs> and likable though. <laughs> Definitely helped. And we learned that from our sales manager today. But the point being that I would make is that energy is something a little different because some of the best leaders and the best movers and shakers that I've seen in companies, they're not necessarily the loudest in the room, right? but energy is also something you just almost like you feel. I don't want to make it kind of like mystical, but it is something where it's, there's yeah. a person in the room that changes the atmosphere when they walk in, even when they don't say anything, right. because you can just see the energy that's stemming from them. I don't know how we want to talk about this necessarily, but let me talk about kind of my day and what I go through, because I think there's some good points to make. Well, I think that's that the question. It's like, it. how do we, you know, when we started this meeting, I mean, there is energy off the bat and there's days, there's days and times and meetings that we kind of get excited, but it's not necessarily because we're yelling. So yep. how are you? But we were, there was a lot, there of, was yelling a lot of yelling this, this morning, but the, how are you kind of, um, Start like you mentioned, you're starting your day off. What are you doing to kind of get that energy going before you ever even what? So, hit the so office, you know, today, car? like for this quarterly meeting, what's what stuck out in my mind is I was at the gym this morning. So I go to the gym every morning, which I think is a great point to make. And we'll talk about health because I think health has a lot Thanks to do with me energy. Feel yeah, you should feel guilty. <laughs> this man right here drinks, I think, 17 cups of coffee. So uh, that plays into your energy. But my point being is maybe we should have a health person on this show because that would be super interesting of how health affects your business. But when I was at the gym this morning, I woke up, my alarm went off at 4.05, I laid in bed, which I shouldn't have, and I laid in bed till like 4.30, got up, went to the gym, was at the gym. But what I thought consciously in my mind was when I go into the quarterly meeting today, I have a choice. I really have two choices. I can let the energy of the room, the energy of the faces that are coming back to me, control the level at which I present and control the level of my passion. Yeah. Or I can set the tone in the room and get them to come to my level. Now, this is a huge sales thing that I've learned recently, especially on the phone. I used to teach mirroring as a tactic in sales. Mirroring is if you're talking to an old lady out in the Midwest, 
you go down to her level, you, maybe you talk slower, or whatever bit, it is. Right. I mean, I don't want to stereotype, but you know, if you're talking to someone that's Southern, you're slower. You're talking to someone that's Northern, maybe you're a little bit more aggressive. What I have come to realize, and this has to do with energy, is that you actually don't want a mirror. You want to make people come to your level of energy. So where does that come from? Mm -hmm. For me this morning, it doesn't come from preparing a, a speech. It does, even though I listened to stuff on YouTube th this morning to get me motivated, I think you should listen to motivational speakers. I think you should be doing that. But it came from what do I truly believe and what am I passionate about? And what do I truly want to share with right. the people today? And that's why the energy was there, because it was authentic. Because right. I truly, and for, we talked about leadership today in our, in our quarterly meeting, but I am truly passionate about this, I don't want to say problem, but this opportunity that's in front of us in our company to build leaders and to get leaders to step up and take the reins and drive things forward. And so it, this energy came from a natural place of authenticity. So that's a point you could write down if you're listening to this. You can write down if you don't have energy, if, you are, if you're waking up today and you're depressed, if you're discouraged, not to be the Simon Sinek and always going back to his thing of start with the why, but it truly but is. But you have to. You yeah. have to go back to your belief. What do you believe that's ultimately going to drive the, the energy. Well, if you can take what you're doing today or what you're trying to get your team, if you're leading a team as well in a sales organization or on your marketing team or whatever, if you are trying to get them to kind of understand or to get energetic about something, it always has to come back to, to the why. It always has to come back to why are we doing this in the first place? And then that allows you to set the stage for what has to be done today to ultimately hit that goal. And that's really kind of the energy isn't necessarily in – in what we're doing right this minute, but the energy is what are we trying to accomplish big picture and what do we have to do to get here today? So there are some, I mean, there are some kind of tips though for how to start the Yes, especially the when, it, yeah, right. when, it's, when it comes to starting your day, I think every other article on entrepreneur.com, inc.com, <laughs> probably our blog is here are the three things you should do in your morning routine to become a millionaire or what billionaires do or what, how to get rich by having this morning routine. There is truth to it. I did not used to work out right. early in the morning. I used to work out at night and I did that off and on. And though, you know, I was seeing some of the benefits this year, I have started and it's been, I guess what we're April now. So it's literally been just over 90 days. I have been going to the gym, waking up around four o'clock, getting to the gym around 4.30, 4.45 and going to the gym and consistently working out. That has had a drastic effect, yeah. drastic effect, not only on my like energy and my health and everything like that, but my ability to almost like focus. Yeah. So, and sorry, I'm choking up in my uh, mouth right now. So sorry about that. But um, what I would say to you guys is that what it's actually allowed me to do is I've gone to the gym. It's helped me with my health, but it's given me a moment to decompress and almost like meditate, for lack of a better word, and think about my day. I did a live not too long ago when I was in the office here, I think on the weekend, I think it was a Sunday. And I talked about looking at your week ahead Mm -hmm. and preparing and seeing and saying, hey, what do I have coming up in my week? And this working out every single morning has given me that opportunity to do that daily for that day that's coming up. When I'm lifting weights, when I'm on the treadmill and I'm running, I'm literally thinking before I go to the gym, 
I actually check my calendar and go, what do I have this day? And I'm actually thinking about my day because what that's allowing me to do is it's allowing to focus and it's allowing me to focus. If we use the term energy, which is this podcast is about, it allows me to focus my energy and I've seen the results. We hit our goals for the first quarter. So I think the company has probably seen the results, but I've seen the results from doing that. So that's a very tangible. If you're not getting up early before the sun is up, Grant Cardone says, if you get up before the sun's up, you've already won. So meaning like if you're not getting up before the sun's up, you know, you're losing a huge opportunity to set the energy for your day, to set the tone for your day. And it's really difficult. I haven't woken up a single day, Josh. And liked it. I'm serious. <laughs> 90 days well, it's in. It's true. I mean, I've been woken up a single day. If you're and not liked a morning it. person, because I, I am not a morning person. Everyone does have different circadian rhythms that kind of naturally, you know, biologically have them operating at different levels at different times of the day. One of the things that helped me, though, I read a book called The Five Second Rule. It was written by Mel Robbins. And it's such a simple, it is such a simple thing. But when that alarm goes off, do not hit the snooze button. Right. That's kind of what everybody says. So I hit the snooze button today. This whole this whole five second rule is about literally count backwards from five. So you hear that alarm go off, count backwards. And by the time you get to zero, take action, whatever you're doing. And this actually helps kind of waking up in the morning where if if you want to if you want to hit the snooze button, if you want to go back to sleep, count backwards from five. By the time that that by the time your count hits zero, get up. Don't think about it. Just get up. And it forces you to stop thinking about how tired you are, forces you to stop yeah. thinking about what, oh, what do I have to do today? And it just gets you out it's, of bed. Because once you're up and out and you're doing what you're saying, which is looking at your calendar, becoming prepared, yep. then you're going to have that uh, uh, um, time preparation and energy to then put into your career. And it's uh, the one point I guess I wanted to make when you were saying that is – when people are talking, I'm constantly thinking, how does this also apply to every area of life? Right. That right there, that five second rule, which is just to help you get out of bed and get to the gym, applies to every area in your business. To making that phone call you to don't want to make. Making the dial you don't want to make, doing the blog you don't want to do. Count down from five and literally take action on that and you'll see huge results. It's it's literally it's not going to be it's not going to feel good because I literally feel healthier, but I still wake up today and go, man, I really don't want to go put my body through this pain. I really would rather stay in bed and sleep. So just I think that's very tangible. Count down from five. Take action. Eating right. Yeah, I think is key. Now, my wife is a vegetarian, so maybe we should get her on the show, but You know, I can't believe I'm saying this because maybe she would kill me. (laughs) But if you look at pictures of my wife uh, back before she was a vegetarian. Yeah. And it's not, she's not really truly a vegetarian. She's a pescatarian, I guess you would call it because she eats fish Fish. and stuff. But um, if you look at the transformation of her going to the gym and her eating healthy, you would see it. I call it the celebrity effect because it's crazy. The clearness of her skin, just the wow. brightness of the what's coming out of her. So there That's is awesome. a physical reaction that happens to eating healthy. And when I look at my day, yeah. when I'm tired, it's because I didn't eat breakfast. I've seen similar things when I stop drinking coffee at like eight o'clock at night. I have slightly less. Bags you never under stop my drinking eyes. coffee. <laughs> Which it does say you are not supposed to drink coffee afternoon. I don't know. This is this is only, may only be interesting to me. Caffeine has a twelve hour half life. I believe it's six or twelve hours. I can't remember the exact stat, but Does that means really? that if if you drink, let's just say you have two hundred milligrams. We're going scientific here. Two hundred milligrams of caffeine at noon, right? By six o'clock, you have a hundred milligrams of caffeine in your system. Which means by midnight, you have fifty milligrams of caffeine in your system. So think about that. <laughs> if you're addicted to coffee like I am, I've tried to apply this. 
it comes with a lot of headaches if you don't have you guys uh, think I'm joking but he literally <laughs> drinks like 17 cups a day but another thing so to get off that for a minute yep the other the other <laughs> thing uh, you know energy to us is so important as, a, as an organization we we actually even attempted to make it one of our core values like we considered Correct. when we wrote through our core values um, it's an acronym called fearless it stands mm -hmm. for fun entrepreneurial spirit action uh, relationships leadership uh, extreme, extreme ownership, ownership, sales and service, right? So that's, uh, and when we were kind of working through that, we even almost made, I think, one of the E's energy. Now, what Correct. we ended up doing is kind of rolling that into the F, which is for fun. Yep. And one of the ways that we do that, and these are small things that are extremely actionable, but produce um, uh, growth kind of th throughout time is celebrating the victories. Sure. Right? So whenever we get a, a sale on the phone, in, if you've ever heard us or if you've talked to us on the phone, you may hear a gong <laughs> ring in the background. That's a sale. You might hear a cowbell ring. That's yep. a digital edition. You might hear on our side, if you're in the creative group, we're a little bit quieter. We have a little, uh, it's like an antique bell that gets rung. <laughs> but it brings even the energy to yeah, a, a, a lot of tone. creative introverts kind of head down working on working on designs and making things happen that way. It's still, everyone just automatically starts clapping. And it just carries the energy throughout the day. So how else, so, you know, it's... You know, here's what I would say is that you have two choices. You can be the victim, right? Or you can be the person who wins. Right. So, so I know that seems strange, but when you think about energy and you think about these things like celebrating your victories and the gong and everything that we're doing, we can choose to go into a victimized mindset where woe is me. I'm the one I have to make 300 calls to cold leads. The leads aren't good enough. You know, only if marketing did their job and I'm picking on that right now because Josh is in marketing. But the point being is I can have a victim attitude right or i can right. have a winner's attitude yeah. and these things that you can do in your life though corny like a gong for your sales team what they, that does is it sets the tone and it sets systems almost up mm -hmm. to make sure you don't fall into a victimized mindset of an attitude where you play the victim where woe is me where you go this is terrible we're not going to win and it makes you and forces you to celebrate so when we get up there and someone has a sale and they hit that gong i mean we pretty much force the sales floor to clap. <laughs> like if you're not clapping, we make you the outcast. Right, we make right. you feel like an idiot. And, and a lot of times when people come in, they're just like, this is kind of corny or this is lame. But over time, yeah. you start becoming almost like drinking the Kool-Aid. You start becoming that. So I guess, you know, tangibly what I would say to you is look at what you're doing today in your business. And are you celebrating your wins? Right. And even more importantly, what are the things that you're putting in place to make sure you do that? Because if you don't put those things in place, like a gong, like a cowbell or a little bell that, you know, I guess, what'd you call it? I don't know. It's like an it's antique. It's like a, a little, chime. It's no. a chime. It's, it's very nice. <laughs> if you don't put those things in place, what you'll do is you'll just be lazy. You won't celebrate your victories. You won't bring the energy. Energy, in my mind, also translates to passion. So as we think about like sales and, and stuff like that, you need to have energy on your sales calls. You need to be enthusiastic. Why? Because you need to showcase the passion right. that you have. So when I think of energy, a lot of times I think of passion, which leads you back to your why, which is, which, yeah, what is driving you? comes from belief, right? If you believe Correct. in your product, if you believe in the service that you're providing, that you are helping and changing lives, that energy is going to come out. I mean, 38% that they found of communication is found through the tone of voice. So right there is enough to kind of convince you that it's almost like a 7%. third of your sales pitch is spent on how you sound over the phone or how you sound in person. Then if you're in 
person, a lot more of it's even, you know, nonverbal, these physical cues, which are driven by energy. No, yeah, that's what I was saying. It's 7%, I think, is the actual words you use. Right. Where you're saying 38% yes. is the tone, yeah. and then you have these other cues that you give, body language and stuff like that. It really is when you think about it, and I tell my people all the time when they're on the phones from a sales perspective, is that if you don't go in to every sales pitch like you're changing someone's life, right. you're not going to win. You're not going to win because it's like in acting. Very tangible. If you're an actor, any actors listening to this, when I did acting growing up and went to acting classes and those type of things, what they told me is you need to overperform, yeah. overbring the energy, overbring how you communicate because what translates to the audience? Normal. Right. So when you get up there to speak, if you feel like you're way over enthusiastic, this is crazy. Like Mike Campanelli today, who's our sales manager, <laughs> freaking rock star, right? He gets up there, he comes off the stage, thought he overdid it. And I came it. and I said, Campy, man, you didn't overdid. You have a gift, dude. Yeah, you have a does, gift because yeah. he was so enthusiastic, so overperforming in his mind. Yeah, the levels, the levels, yeah, the levels won't handle this it. guy, man. When we get this guy into this podcast, you guys will be blown away. This guy's a freaking killer on the phone and leads our sales team. But meaning like he had, he felt that he was overdoing it. But what came across to the crowd was such phenomenal energy and fun. And that's, you know, just very practical when you're giving a presentation, like a listing presentation, if you're a real estate agent, mm -hmm. overdo it. It's not oversell. You don't oversell. That's the words. So if you're overthrowing right. features, if you're over, you know, selling the product, that's words. That's in your pitch. But the level of enthusiasm and passion you have, this is what's driving me nuts today about our <laughs> webinars. It is freaking me out. I listen to some of our webinars that are being done at real estate agent offices. They're, you know, obviously virtual, but we're setting up these presentations at real estate offices right. for like 10 to 40 realtors. And I'm listening to my sales guys pitch them. And they're literally going, hi, thank you for having me. My oh, name's X. With the, oh, yeah, they're going to hate me for <laughs> throwing them under the bus like this. But it's the truth. They need to hear this. They're literally just going, my name's this with Reminder Media. Thank you so much for having me. Very professional. Right. It's nice. They're saying nothing thank you. For, nothing wrong with right? it. Thank you for your time. But they're, they're getting no altitude. Right. Altitude, like Grant Cardone says, is that authority on the subject matter that you're bringing. What you need... so getting us kind of aligned with this energy thing, what I would, what I'm trying to get at is you need that authority that brings that passion that says, my name's Luke Aker. I'm with Reminder Media. And I'm so thankful you guys gave me this opportunity. The next 10 minutes is going to change your life. And right. I'm not saying that to it brag, but the right. reason why I'm saying that yeah. is because we've done it for over 32,000 agents. And let me tell you a story about a guy named Eric Dross that I helped. He did over 25 deals with me using this program. And I want to share it with you today. Yeah. Right. So I'm so now altitude. Well, and explain what you're doing there. You're telling a story. And you're, story you're, yeah, you're putting that into the framework of a story, which is naturally going to drive energy because what do we, when we sit down and watch a story, what is it normally? It's a movie. It's a mm -hmm. TV show. It has energy. It has action. It has conflict. It has resolution. It creates emotion. You'll you're cry. naturally building that because mm -hmm. of the way that you're structuring your presentation. And here is how you get that. This is what I told one of my sales guys who I listened to his webinar and wanted some of my advice. I said, you get that authority, that altitude, that energy. Yeah. From studying, from feeding your heart, from feeding your mind, from feeding your soul. If you don't know Eric Dross's story by heart, 
You can't preach with that energy and that enthusiasm and that passion if you're not reading every day to feed. Like, I'm a firm believer that your body, mind, and spirit. So you got to feed your body. You got to go to the gym. You got to eat right. You got to do these things, right? You got to feed your mm-hmm. mind. You got to read. But then you also got to feed your spirit because we're all spiritual beings. So you got to feed your spirit to where, hey, where are you connecting with your why? What drives you? What you're trying to do to be the better, to become the best person you can be. So if you feel you don't have the passion in your listing presentation, if you're one of my sales guys that's just analytically, professionally giving a pitch and not preaching with that energy and that authority, where it stems from is it stems from you're not feeding your body, mind, and spirit every single day to give you that energy and that passion that wakes you up. That is that is some powerful stuff. There you right go. There. Boom. Hopefully you guys took a little bit away from that today in terms of what can you do actionably today to bring some energy into your into your office, into your team, into the sales calls that you're making. If you like what we're saying, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook. Visit our website, staypaidpodcast.com. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acree. And I'm going to close with this because we always want you to do some type of action item off of this podcast. That's what we're passionate about. That's why we're doing this. My action item for you today would be set up something in your business that rewards you for a a victory that you just won. Whether it's a gong in your business for your sales team, maybe it's your vision board that you set out and go, when I get to this goal, I'm going to get myself a steak dinner or I'm going to buy myself a car. Set something up in your business that encourages you to have that positive energy instead of playing the victim card. The difference between a mediocre producer and a top producer is top producers take action. So take action on that. 